Hello and welcome to Thoughts. I'm your host, Miranda Schroeder. Hello, it is Friday morning. I'm just now recording Thursday's episode and I did not record an episode Tuesday because I was in the bathroom puking all day and night. You know, I thought I was feeling better like to myself, back to myself yesterday, but I'm honestly just not feeling 100% this morning. But you know what? We're here. We're showing up. We're going to at least get one episode out this week. And fingers crossed for good health next week and getting back on track. What really stinks is over the weekend, I was like, you know what? I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling a little bit caught up. And then bam, food poisoning, stomach virus, whatever I had just literally took me to my knees and pretty much, I mean, pretty much ruined my whole week. Wednesday, at least I took the day to recover from Tuesday and sleeping on the bathroom floor Tuesday night because my body was completely taxed and very messed up from that. And just all the puking, like, oh my gosh, my neck was all out of alignment my lower back was killing, like Andrew, my husband had to like work on me and crack me and manipulate me to try to get my body like back in alignment. So there was that. Uh, I feel like it's been so long since I've recorded an episode because it has, it's been like a week. So much has happened in that week. Um, I had to cancel to really exciting appointments last week while I was sick. One had to do with the business. We've been looking for office space and fingers crossed. I hope we finally found something. We were supposed to do the construction walkthrough last week. And like I said, I obviously had to cancel that. And then Thursday, our kitchen demo was supposed to start. They're demoing out all the old backsplash tile, taking down some cabinets, And then they are patching all the drywall, paint, and tiling for our backsplash, which that was supposed to take place Thursday, and they were going to have it done really quickly. Apparently, whatever adhesive that they use for the tile doesn't take a super long time to dry, like traditional adhesive. So the contractor said they can usually like adhese and grout in the same day, and I was mind blown because usually that process takes like three days. So I was super bummed about having to cancel that. I'm glad I'm feeling not zombie, at least for the weekend. Ryan has a little Valentine's Day dance at school tomorrow. And I have a friend coming in from out of town who is very pregnant and we're going to celebrate her and her little girl that she's growing, which is so exciting. We're going to do that Saturday night. And then Sunday, we have a birthday party for our one of our favorite three-year-olds. So it is circus themed. Really excited to see what my friend has put together. I know it'll be super cute. I had to pack up a bunch of our like dessert displays for her last night and I got to run those to her here after I get this edited and up hoping to jump on the Peloton. I don't know. I just feel like crap. I'm like maybe a good little sweat and a shower would 
liven me up, make me feel better. One can only hope, right? Okay, so I really meant to record this episode a few weeks ago, but I'm recording it now because life, I feel like that's just my, that's like my tagline for this podcast. (laughs) I was supposed to record this previously, but recording it now because life, yeah, um, running a business, being a wife, trying to maintain my house, being sick, having a toddler, all the things. I'm sometimes I just feel like I'm drowning. I'm already feel like I'm drowning when I feel healthy, but then you add a sickness onto it and it's just like another level of feeling absolutely incredibly incapable and behind. Anyways, I just celebrated one year of being fully self-employed and that absolutely blows my mind. That year went so fast, literally disappeared. However, I am convinced that the minute you have your first child, like they literally just press a button and it just, it's fast forward on your life. Because holy cow, it's like days with kids can feel so slow, but at the same time, like it makes life feel like it's moving so fast. So I don't know how much of that year flying by is exactly tied to being self-employed so much it is as it is to being a mother but I'm really excited this is a huge milestone I feel like I didn't even take the time to like stop like think back like soak it in I just plowed past that date like nobody's business and just kept on keeping on But I'm going to use this time to maybe reflect on it a little bit and, you know, share some things I've learned about being self-employed over the last year. Some things are fun. Some things are maybe more technical. Some things are probably boring. But I think so many of us have a dream of being self-employed. Maybe people who don't even actually want to be self-employed, but they like maybe fantasize or think about it for me I knew from the moment I graduated college that I wanted to be self-employed I don't think I really knew that I wanted my own business or to be self-employed or anything like that in college I had a pretty strong idea that I was you know gonna graduate with a business degree I was gonna go on I was gonna work in corporate I I knew I wanted to be like very high up, like a chief marketing officer or an executive of some sort. Like I had desire to climb the corporate ladder and be in a leadership position. I've always naturally gravitated towards leadership type positions, like whether it was in my sorority or on sports teams or something as simple as working on a group project. I've always been the person to like bring it all together and help the team forge forward. So I knew I wanted to do something at that level. Um, During college, like I said, at that time, I didn't know that it would be my own business. I didn't really even consider it much. I did take um, an elective entrepreneurship class that I enjoyed, but that professor was very straight. But once I got out in the quote-unquote real world and took my first marketing job, I was like, 
so bored. I was like, this, I do not do well with having a boss. Like, I just, I just don't. That's not how I'm wired. I don't like to be told what to do. I'm just, I don't know. I'm a mess in that area, apparently. I just, that's just not how I roll. So, I, in that position, I really struggled. Um, I had lots of, like, creative ideas and I wanted to like be innovative and use new software and my boss at the time was I don't mean this in a bad way she was just like a dinosaur very set in her ways older like was convinced that she knew everything like she was not open to collaborate collaborating she wasn't open to any type of innovation or learning like she just She just wanted to do things how she'd been doing them for the past 25 years. And that's just not the world we live in, especially when it comes to marketing. Like, no, like it's not the same. Like we're not going to hire a sales company to like cold call random people. Like that's just not how it works anymore. People go onto the internet and I wanted to leverage that. And there was maybe like a little bit of like a power struggle there. I don't know. It was not great. So anyways, and I was really bored. Like I would go to work and I was just, I went back and got my MBA while I was working that job full time. Like that's how bored I was. I think I tried tried starting like four different blogs. None of them took by the way. Um, yeah, I was just a mess, but like I knew, like I had that, that gave me the itch. I was like, I want to do something on my own. And I just had no idea what that would be or what that would look like. And to this point, man, I have tried a lot of different paths to become self-employed. I have never tried network marketing, so I cannot talk about that. I did avoid that, uh, but I did try like blogging. I sold vintage on items on Etsy. I had a small little brick and mortar home shop. I ran a social media agency for three, four years. Uh, I started different Instagram accounts, different blogs. I sold vintage rugs. I did like vintage pop-up markets. I don't even know. I'm sure I'm forgetting things, but I tried this, that, and the other. I didn't like, at that point, I didn't even like care so much what I was doing, especially like with the marketing agency. Freaking hated that business. It was a nightmare. But I just did. I didn't care. I wanted to do anything that was going to get me out of my day job as fast as possible. And so years went on and I kept working in corporate, kept trying to get something going on the side. You know, I'm, I don't have any like funding. Nobody's helping me. I mean, when I really started getting into creating businesses, I was making probably $50,000 a year. So, I mean, I had a a nice little salary, but I'm not making like gobs of money where I can like take money and like invest it in my startup company. You know, like this was, this was an fee, this was a fee on the ground kind of thing. And I just kept trying things and a lot of things failed and some things were moderately successful. And then I completely fell into wedding planning by accident never wanted to be a wedding planner, had no intentions of doing event planning. It just happened. Someone reached out. 
through my blog and was like, hey, will you do my wedding? And I was like, sure. And then the rest is completely history. You know, I always said like, I will leave my day job when my side business is able to support me. And I kept, I kept putting it off, making the leap because I was so scared. I had so many fears. Like I remember a few years ago writing in my notebook, just like a giant page of fears. I think it was a book, like a self-help book I was reading that prompted me to do this exercise. I would encourage you to do it too. You know, whatever that dream is, there's probably a lot of fear that's holding you back. And that's where I was at. And like I said, I didn't have a dream of becoming a wedding planner. I had a dream of being self-employed. I had a dream that I would be around and with a flexible schedule to watch my daughter grow up. I wanted to make my own money, be my own boss, like do things on my time in my kind of way. I wanted to work with the people that I wanted to work with, not who I was forced to work with just so many things. That was my dream. My dream was freedom from a desk. I didn't want to be staring at a laptop for 10 hours a day every single day until I retire. Like, it's just not for me. And the stars aligned, God had a plan, and I became a wedding planner. And somehow, some way, really that some way was through building relationships in the industry. I was able to create a book of business large enough that it actually started interfering with my day job. And the final straw was my boss. I think I was like four months postpartum and my boss was like, hey, we need you to go to this conference over a weekend in Nashville. And I was literally melting down over this. I was not ready to leave my baby overnight, like not even close to ready. We were breastfeeding. I was pumping like I just I like made plans for like the whole family to come with me because I honestly like I could not I could not do it. I was not physically or mentally ready to do this and it was like pushed on me. I was guilt tripped, whatever. I ended up deciding like it's just going to be easier if I just go. Now, mind you, they wanted me there on like Thursday night or like Friday, something like that. And I had a wedding Saturday. So I had to tell my boss like the actual show didn't start until like Sunday or Monday, but whatever they had, they wanted to do meetings and social events and whatever. So I had to say, oh, hey, like I have a wedding on Saturday. I can't come in. I can't fly in until Sunday morning. And that was this like major huge problem for them. Mind you, like when I book a wedding, it could be like a year and a half in advance. So that had been on my schedule. I don't know. It had been on my schedule for a very long time, probably well before I was even aware that this conference existed at all because I wasn't even in this industry prior to this job. So yes, I had the wedding. I had to work that. I got home at like 1.30 a.m. I'm nursing my daughter until I wake up, get on a plane, go to Nashville. I'm expected to be like 
at these meetings with a CEO, like during the time I'm pumping, um, have a meeting. My boss is like unhappy with something I said to the CEO in the meeting. And um, let's see. Once we got back, she called me out for, well, that whole situation. She basically was like, you made me look bad is, is basically it. But at that point, I was just done and I really felt like she didn't want to make any change. And so, yeah, I kind of had to go like around you and above you if any change was to be made because it wasn't happening with you, with her. I act like I'm like talking to her right now. I didn't mean to get off on a tangent, but this was like the epiphany that I needed to become self-employed, okay? This was the event, quote unquote. So yeah, we got back, we discussed all that drama and um, then she, the weirdest thing, she called me out saying, I didn't seem very happy to be in Nashville. That would be correct, ma'am. I am four months postpartum, having separation anxiety from my baby. I've barely slept in days. And you insisted I come to Nashville to do basically nothing, okay? I had to pump the entire time I was there. I am not a salesperson. I wasn't like, I have no relationship with these customers. I'm not like out there like working the sales floor, like connecting with old, you know, connections in the industry. Like, I'm brand new to this industry. And that's fine if you want me to learn. But the whole, this all goes back to the fact that I am four months postpartum and a breastfeeding mother. And I think I was pumping like still like every two to three hours at that point. Like I was pumping a lot and it was a stressful situation. So I wasn't making enough milk and like I needed to come home with like needed to keep my supply up so I came home with milk for my child to feed her and sustain her life you know kind of important so I would just be like out on the floor and then every two hours I'd have to like get all my pump bag my cooler everything go to the mother's room thank god there was a nursing mother's room at this convention center because I spent hours in it and then I'd have to pump wash everything store the milk go back and then literally it was just miserable. You know, I was trying to put on my best fake face, but apparently it wasn't working. And what irks me is like, she was a woman, like my boss was a woman. She had multiple kids and I don't know if she breastfed. I'm guessing no, because during that era, formula feeding was just very popular. I'm not knocking formula feeding. I'm just saying, I don't think she had any clue what I was going through with the whole like breastfeeding scenario, trying to be at a conference out of town away from my baby. Anyways, that was just the absolute last straw. And so on the call post-conference, I don't know, this was probably like a week after we got back and she said I wasn't happy. I just, I couldn't take it. I think that night I like had a breakdown. I mean, at at that point I'm doing, I think I did 17 weddings that year. Plus I'm working a full 40 hour a week job and I have a newborn. It was a lot. And that night I just, I just broke down crying, like not even crying, like legitimately sobbing on the bathroom floor. And Andrew was in there and was just like, you can't keep having this feeling. You can't keep having the same breakdown about the same thing. My day job 
over and over and over again. And so very shortly after that, I looked at Andrew and I was like, I'm, I'm quitting. Like I have to quit. Like this isn't, this isn't up for debate. This isn't like a wishy-washy maybe thing I'm going to do. This isn't like a dream anymore. This is like for my health, for my health, both physical and mental, I have got to quit this job. And so I did. I quit. I put in my notice and I stayed on a really long time, which I regret because that was a little rough. Um, I think I stayed on like six weeks after I put in my notice and my last day I think was January 28th or something like that. End of January 2022. So like I said, I'm just coming up on one year of being fully self-employed. Has it been an exhausting year? Yes. Oh my gosh. It has been so exhausting. But at the same time, it's been so fulfilling and exhilarating and life-giving. And that's worth every hard conversation. It's worth every time when the bank account looked a little scary. It's so worth it. I am so much healthier. I feel like I am more of a whole person. I'm not just this like shell of a person that goes to work and is around people that I have to like tiptoe around, wear a mask, put on a show, be super fake. Like that, so much energy had to go into that when I was working in corporate. Like you had to watch what you were going to say and you had to dress appropriately. And it's like, why is all my like energy and brain power going into this ridiculous political shit when it could be going into like, you know, advancing techniques or improving processes or whatever, you name it. Like so much energy is wasted in that world on just worrying about what other people think and how you look and this and that. And I was just, I was just so over it. So this past year in that sense has been very freeing that, you know, if I want to wear leggings to work, then I do. Like, who freaking cares? Like, that is such, like, what you wear, that is such a simple, simple ask and such a simple change in my life since becoming self-employed. And it has had a profound impact on just how I feel and how I move through my day with confidence because I'm comfortable in what I'm wearing. That's just one tiny, tiny example. There are so many things like that, that in the corporate world just don't make sense to me, that now that I am my own boss and run my own company, that I just, I have full freedom over. And honestly, that's just, it's absolutely priceless. A major thing in being self-employed that I've had to work on is setting boundaries because I care so much more about my business than any job I've ever had for someone else because it's my company. It's my name on the line. These are my employees. And so I care above and beyond any amount of caring I have ever cared in my career, in my life, you know, about my business and my people and my clients and my vendors. And just everyone I interact with on a daily basis. And that can spill over into really unhealthy work habits 
where, you know, I'm answering phone calls in the middle of the night. I'm letting people contact me whenever, however they choose. Like, that definitely has been a tough learning curve, especially as our client base has grown from, you know, when we started, we're only managing a few weddings at a time, where now we're managing, you know, 50 something weddings at a time. We've really had to dial in on creating formalized processes, you know, meeting sequences, resources, tools, like rolling out new software um, on the client side, like so many things that have all been, you know, huge just learning experiences through figuring this out. And like, we're kind of into the point now, like we're scaling, like we're, you know, we're here, we're established, we have a great team, awesome company, we're scaling. And that is really, really challenging and very expensive. Like when you go to scale your business, it's like, it's almost like starting all over because you have to like re-put in a bunch of new investment. Like you have to invest in new people, new space, new inventory, new software, like whatever it is. It's just like a huge leap and, and it's, it's hard because you almost feel like you're stepping backwards a little bit because you're like, oh, I finally got to this place. Like we're making money great, but now it's like to level up to the next step of growth. It's like we've got to dig into our pockets, slide back a little bit, and then fill these, you know, new shoes that we're building and creating. So yeah, man, it's been a wild, wild ride. There have been some really, really difficult conversations that I've had to have. There is nothing like being the one with with no one above you to fix the problems or have the hard conversations or deliver the bad news or handle the money or ask for that invoice that never got paid, tracking down a client that ghosted you, like firing clients, like having to cut off relationships with vendors. Like, man, there are some nights that I don't know how I sleep. And being self-employed, like, I think that's one of the most important things you can do is you almost have to compartmentalize at some points. Like, obviously, this is your life. And like I said, like, if you're anything like me, you own a business, you probably care about it so, so, so much. Like, it's basically part of your family. And like, you have to, in some ways, compartmentalize, like, work and all the relationships you have there because your family at the end of the day, your family still needs you. Your household still needs you. Like there's a whole other side of you that requires energy, attention, you know, financial resources. Like there's a whole another part of your life. And when they start bleeding together, it can get a little messy. And just, I have created very strict boundaries for myself this year, you know, going forward into 2023 as a self-employed individual that I hope will, you know, increase my mental health, increase my physical health. And that allows me to be a better leader, a better boss, you know, a better role model for my team. And, 
you know, it helps me show up better for clients as well. So that's something I'm really, really focusing on this year. We have lots of other fun goals this year. One is moving into a new office space. Um, Two would be growing our team. We are adding additional lead coordinators, which is very exciting because my 2024 goal is CEO status. Okay, CEO status, I am coming for you. Um, But I don't want to rush it because I want to build out an amazing team that I trust, that clients can trust. So it's exciting. Those are really two big goals. My third goal for this year is to officially roll out our tabletop rentals side of the business. And if you're wondering like tabletop rentals, what the heck does that mean? A lot of the rental companies do like China, furniture. I want to just focus specifically on like tabletop decor type rentals. So I'm talking charger plates, runners, table numbers, cake cutting utensils, cake stand, dessert displays, all that fun little stuff that they're super important details and 100% bring together like the vibe and the style of your wedding. But a lot of places don't really focus on like those are like small little rentals that they focus on. Like they're more into renting like tables, chairs, whatever. So that's a side of the business that I, I want to officially launch that this year. Um, at some point, I was hoping to coordinate that launch with a new website, but we'll see where that goes. Um, yeah, those are just some things as I think forward to the new year. And I just want to work less. I mean, I go back to that a lot. I started my own business to find more peace and space in my life. And I don't necessarily feel like that has happened yet. I will not say that I don't have freedom because I do. I am now the person who chooses, but often I find myself choosing to burn myself out versus pour into myself. And yeah, so a huge goal is to work less. I know we're going to do more and I'm going to work less and it's all going to work out. You know, I'm I'm convinced that that is 100% possible. So yeah, that's, I guess, one year of self-employment in a nutshell. I'm sure there are a lot of things I wanted to share that I completely forgot because I'm honestly just winging this episode, you know? Usually I at least like jot down some bullet points, you know? After this week of sickness, that just, that wasn't in the cards this week, so... This is, this is what we got. I am going to log off, get this edited, really need to hop on the Peloton, try to sweat some of the sickness out so I can shower and start my day. All right, guys, have a beautiful weekend. I hope you get nice weather where you are. <laughs>